0: hello and welcome to another episode of the home run on wheels podcast this is ron clements with my wife patty
1: hello and it's not just another one is it
0: no, this is episode number 100.
1: A hundred!
0: <laughs> so, today, and it's going to be our last podcast episode for a while, but today we're going to talk about what we've done over the last two years, what we've accomplished, and uh, hopefully we've made, helped uh, inspire people to make a difference in some kids' lives. I know we've been able to get kids out to games, and hopefully that made a difference in their lives. Uh, first week of spring training is in the books. And unfortunately, I'm going to miss some games this weekend. We'll get to that in a second. I've been to three of the spring training venues here in the Phoenix area. And,
1: and one is your working venue, sir. Yeah,
0: I'm working for the Milwaukee Brewers during spring training. So if you're coming out to Phoenix, seeing a game at American Family Fields of Phoenix in the Maryvale neighborhood, say hello. I might be the one scanning your ticket. But <laughs> saw the Rangers and Royals play last Friday in surprise. Saw the Brewers and Giants play Wednesday in Scottsdale and now we went to 30 major league baseball stadiums in 2018 we've seen i have seen base professional baseball games at i don't know 10 12 minor league parks well uh, and we, we saw, saw a lot 10 in of the thir- we saw 10 of the 13 venues in Florida scottsdale stadium is the absolute worst most boring stagnant sterile dull place to watch a baseball game.
1: Don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel.
0: Oh, my God. There's no atmosphere to it. And it's not the fans. It's organizational. It's boring. They don't do anything to get the crowd involved at all whatsoever. It feels like a high school game.
1: Well, I guess, you know, I mentioned to you your ticket was really cheap. I don't know if that has anything to do with
0: it. And Here's the thing that doesn't make any sense. The lawn lawn seats, I guess because you can get a home run ball, the lawn... Tickets are more expensive than the seats down the left or right field lines. Interesting.
1: So did they have a spot where you could go like get autographs and stuff, like in some of the other parks?
0: By the time I got there, about an hour before first pitch, the net was already up. So no, not really. Uh, What the Brewers do, which is kind of cool, is the Brewers have the net raised so people can get autographs. And then right after the National Anthem, they drop the net down before the game is played. So, you know, fans are safe during the game. But they they had that net clipped up prior to that so fans can get autographs or whatever.
1: I don't remember if they had the nets going. I know that it wasn't in the area we were at, at the um, Cardinals Stadium. See, now, I don't think stadium. two years ago
0: they did that. That's why I was trying to remember so, if they even um, had it. Yeah, most of the parks now, they've got the netting pretty much going from bullpen to bullpen. Gotcha. But my first week with the Brewers has been fun. Went to games Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Was going to go Saturday, but that got rained out. All but two of the games to, to open the spring training schedule on Saturday got rained out. The Cubs and A's played a night game in Mesa. And the Giants and Dodgers played a game at like 3 in the afternoon in Scottsdale. But that was because the rain had stopped by then. All the other games were like scheduled for 1 o'clock, and they all got rained out.
1: Well... I came back and the sun came out. (laughs) I was out of town. I went up to visit my parents in Peoria, Illinois.
0: And And how was that?
1: It was cold, but it was nice to visit with the family and watch some NASCAR.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Ryan Newman is a pretty bad wreck. And it's it's amazing that he walked away from that a couple days later. They have clearly
1: done a lot to improve safety. Yeah,
0: driver safety. But uh, I will be leaving town today. I have to fly up to Wisconsin. Unfortunately, last Saturday, my grandfather, my grandpa Bernie, suffered a stroke, and then he died late Monday night. Um, it's kind of tough on our family. He was the patriarch, 93 years old, less than two weeks shy of his 94th birthday.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, 93, That's a that's a good ripe old age, though.
0: Yeah, and I'll be cold up in Wisconsin. Somehow, I lost my coat that I had here we we've looked all over for it don't know where my coat is it was a nice coat it was a gift from you a couple years ago for christmas
1: it was and then you just throw it away see how you are (laughs) i think there's a jackrabbit wearing it out there right
0: now Uh, no uh, no idea like we had it i had it when we went to wisconsin uh, in december i'm pretty sure you've worn it since then a couple times because it's
1: it gets chilly at night, and I, now it wouldn't be as heavy. Yeah, a, for, you would need that heavy of a jacket. I left it at
0: the airport somehow. Have, it's hard telling, sir. Who knows? But anyway, so yeah, so I don't have a winter coat now to go up to Wisconsin uh, at the end of February for my grandfather's Layers. funeral, which will be on Saturday. A uh, little bit about my grandpa. Loved sports, especially the Packers. Uh, but retired dairy farmer, and this is a man... Who I I said to you on Wednesday when I was just thinking about it, if they were to make a movie about his life, it would just be called The Farmer. This is a guy who is first generation German American, didn't have a high school education, but still managed to build one of the more successful family farms, dairy farms in western Wisconsin.
1: It's still going.
0: And it's still going, run by my aunt Shelley. And in 1976 when Jimmy Carter was campaigning in Wisconsin to be president, he wanted to visit a dairy farm and he chose my grandparents farm. And they they were invited to Jimmy Carter's inauguration. They couldn't go, but my a, a couple you, you were there a couple years ago and my grandma showed us that that invitation and the whole packet that came with it with the
1: Yeah, that was really neat. Yeah. Really neat piece of history, really.
0: Yeah, and uh so he served he, was, a, he, he served on the county board after he retired from farming, uh, was involved in soil conservation, and uh, he, was, he was a leader in the community and father of nine children, unfortunately has lost two of them, uh, one tragically when she was only two years old, that was right around the time my dad was born. <laughs> uh, but there are seven kids left, my dad is the oldest, and I, think, I know they're all going to be there. This weekend in Wisconsin. for my, my, well, most of them are already in Wisconsin, but they're all going to be there for my grandpa's uh, service on Friday and, and uh, the funeral on Saturday. And uh, you know, it'll be nice to see everybody. But it'll be, I wish it was under better circumstances. But like you said, my grandpa lived a full life. He was there with my grandma and two of my aunts when he died Monday night. They were there with him at at, at their house. So rest in peace, Bernie Clements.
1: Indeed, he was a great guy. I really enjoyed visiting with them he was uh he still had a good sense of humor he and everything did. you
0: know when we talked to him, but when we went up there in November for their seventieth wedding anniversary, he said that they they had a big party for their twenty fifth they had a big party for their fiftieth they had a big party for their sixtieth, so when there was nothing planned for their seventieth, he was just like, "You know, we're partied out and <laughs> <laughs> just you know he had a good sense of humor about him and uh yeah. It's tough. I'm tearing up a little bit now, but I know he he was in pain for a couple of days after the stroke, and I know that now he's no longer in pain, and you know he's at peace. And so, yeah. Uh, sorry to bring bring that uh, down, but you know my.
1: Uh, well, it's part of life. Be it's, happy
0: for the the life my cycle. my grandpa lived. He and his legacy with nine children and over twenty grandchildren and over 20 great-grandchildren and (laughs) you know so um, I'm blessed I know people my age I'm 45 years old I know people my age who don't even have their parents and I've been blessed enough to know my grandparents my kids are 24 and 22 they have known their great-grandparents and uh,
1: yeah you are very fortunate you know
0: there's uh, six grandparents and I've only lost two so far and and, uh, but I was closest to my dad's parents and so losing my my grandpa clements really hurts and but such is life right you, you created from dust returned to dust right right
1: <laughs> so life goes on and you will be coming back yeah. and you know hundredth episode we look back we've accomplished a lot we've got more to do
0: yeah we do still trying to work on getting some kids out to a brewer's game I uh, heard from Chris Nelson a couple days ago or yesterday actually and he said that uh, he was still waiting to hear back from the Brewers and so but the dates are or the date we're shooting for is March seventh had Chris on the podcast last week while you were out of town so hopefully that happens but you know we got almost three hundred tickets in two thousand and nineteen from the pirates and nationals for Kids in Pittsburgh and Washington, D.C., got them out to Major League Baseball games. And we had a few hundred tickets in 2018 from six different Major League Baseball organizations, plus a couple minor league teams. And I really hope that that made a difference in those kids' lives, that they have a memory they can cherish forever. Heaven in Durham, remember her? Indeed I do. Yeah, and uh, the boy in Denver. Remember the the, uh, little kid who was sitting next to us in Milwaukee? He he was like four years old and just cheering with every pitch, ball or strike. And uh, so, you know, it's it's stuff like that that I really hope the Home Run on Wheels has made a difference. And I hope that the money from the book with the donations that I'm making with your purchase of the Home Run on Wheels book, which is on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you can find it, Dorrance Publishing, it's also there in in their uh, uh, book library. But donating proceeds from that from the book sales, I hope that makes a difference in organizations like Lutheran Social Services National Capital Area, Children's Hope Alliance, and Hoyleton Youth and Family Services. I really, I really do hope it makes a difference, and uh, I hope if you haven't gotten the book, get the book, leave a review on Amazon. It only increases the profile of the book.
1: I'm quite sure it has made a difference, and you know, just as Celeste said, um, just getting the word out there, any number of folks who hear and um, reach out in some way. And we know there have been those who ha- have done so. Um, so we know it's made an impact and um, we'll continue to make yeah, and, an impact as we can.
0: And just driving this thing around. And even when we're here, people have asked us. It, it's like every new neighbor we get at the RV park in Buckeye, <laughs> right. Arizona has asked, what are you guys doing anyway? What is Children's Hope Alliance? Or what is Home Run on Wheels? And we tell them and heck, even sold a couple books here like uh, that way. I have three left to sell and to sign and sell. Um, so hopefully I can get rid of those three and, and, uh, started off with a hundred. Um, gave, what, 25 away maybe? Something like that. But, and finally did hear from the publisher. So between the time the book was published in July 23rd to October 31st, when their first pay period ended, 66 books were sold.
1: That's a good number.
0: And, uh, so, like five were in Pittsburgh from the book of, book promotion event we did there, uh, twelve in Washington D.C., and then nine at Barnes and Noble in, outside outside of St. Louis in Fairview Heights on October 6th. Though, so we'll see what we get from October 31st through the end of the year, and then through the next I think the next uh, pay period thing goes through like the end of April. So we'll see what we got there. Um, you know, the more books sold, the more difference it'll, it it can make in kids' lives. Uh, and we're for these foster care a- agencies who are wanting to help kids. So, go out buy the Home Run on Wheels book. Proud of it. Uh, I know it's got typos in there, but overlook those. Uh. <laughs> Stop it. Every
1: book I've ever bought has had typos in it, especially these days.
0: Yeah, and you now the Route 66 book is uh, coming along. I'm going to try to distract myself on the flight up to and from Wisconsin to try to work on that a little bit. You know, and just this home run on wheels mission will continue as we drive across the country and you know, I still have plenty of book order forms left that I can hand out once the my last three hard copies are gone and if you want a signed copy of the book just let me know I can order them from the publisher and send them your way I just need an I just need 22 dollars and an address <laughs> but as far as the podcast goes you know this is episode number 100 what's your favorite part about the podcast you know it's it's not making us any money and it does take time to do and you know to record it and edit it and then schedule it to to go live uh, um what but what's your favorite thing about it what's your the favorite thing we've done talked about talked to
1: well i think the experience has been interesting and it's got given you experience in doing the podcasting and i have encouraged you to think about doing your own podcast um with your sports knowledge and interviewing folks maybe and putting something out there, um, but I also enjoy bantering with you a little bit. Um, not that we don't do that anyway outside the podcast, but it, you know talking about some interesting topics. and I think we can continue to do something like that as we go through the national parks. And I think it'll be a, a, just a little bit different spin on what we're doing, focusing maybe more on the travel. We've done some of that, but we can focus more on the travel, what we're doing, what we're seeing.
0: Right. And now that this will most likely be coming to an end, we can put more of that focus on the Home Runner Wheels YouTube channel and kind of do more there. We're talking about as, as in 2020, especially as we go visit several national parks, we can just do more there and and show what we're seeing instead of just talking about what we're seeing
1: (laughs) right time to get a GoPro
0: eh? right yeah maybe I know my son RJ has one uh,
1: we'll put one on Maverick (laughs) 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 let him go out there and chase one of those jackrabbits oh my god
0: (laughs) we'd never get them back
1: (laughs) (laughs) they're big too and I haven't really seen any close but they've been off in the distance and
0: let Maverick use in Yellowstone and say, "All right, hey, go get that buffalo. Go, go get that bison."
1: I don't think it would end well for Maverick. Is my only concern.
0: Or us, because we get in serious trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I hope you've enjoyed listening to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. It's kind of a labor of love. Like I said, we're not. We have no sponsors. Uh, we're, you know, we're not making any money on this. And uh, hope you've enjoyed it. We've come to the end of the road, though, proverbial speaking just as we did in santa monica right with the (laughs) end of the trail end of the trail the santa monica period with route 66 but for those who have listened to all 100 episodes i hope it's gotten better as uh we've gone along i realize sometimes we don't have a lot to talk about and we're just kind of making stuff up but it's kind of like today (laughs)
1: <laughs> but, I'm sorry kind of like every day of your life you always find something to talk about mister <laughs> I can't shut you up I mean did I say that out loud
0: no but uh, it, it's been fun but this is going to be it the 100th and likely final episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast thank you so much for listening and if you're interested in foster care just google foster care organization near me they, they have reviews if you're curious about questions uh, call them Send an email if you want some guidance call Children's Hope Alliance in North Carolina there in uh, Celeste Dominguez the CEO there is in touch with several people in foster care organizations across the country and, and uh, no matter where you are she can probably point you in the right direction or you know or r- refer you somewhere so
1: yeah there's a lot of re- references out online as well
0: no, but so. uh, I'll be going to Wisconsin t- today through the weekend but I'll be back Next week, Brewers play on Tuesday, and I'll be there rooting them on. With bells on. Something like that. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Run Wheels podcast. Bye.